the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back in. Rob Black here. My name is Rob Black. You can find me online at robblack.com, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. How are you, Patrick? Hi, Rob. Good morning. Thanks. Doing fine. Thanks. Good, good. Now, holiday season. Are you paying attention to Wall Street at all, or are you starting to think more about the Yule log? Well, I'm paying attention to all the snow I've had to shovel out of my driveway here in Chicago. <laughs> <And> <laughs> snowing as we speak, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, as it relates to Wall Street, I think we saw last week anyway, some semblance of people uh, starting to pack it in and, uh, and you know, move into holiday mode. Um, you know, a lot of discussion was last week that the market had the problems that it did because there was a fear of the tapering and, and whatnot. Frankly, you know, we think it had more to do with just simply locking in some of the gains, uh, some very strong gains from 2013, perhaps a little bit of uh, tax loss selling activity that was also impacting the uh, the broader averages. And, um, and so we didn't make a whole lot of that. And so when we saw the, the nice rebound yesterday, that pretty much confirmed our thesis that uh, it was more profit-taking and and, uh, and little else last week. I moved to California 14 years ago and haven't had to shovel a driveway since. Just throwing it out there. Throwing it out there in case you want to come on out and be a little more productive with your life. Well, I used to live in Long Beach for a while, so I know uh, all about the uh, the not-so-white uh, uh, Christmases in Southern California. Very, very cool. Um, let's talk a little of Fed Reserve. This seems to be one of the very few stories that are like getting any sort of you know traction or gription uh, on Wall Street today. Uh, Fed tapering announcement this week? Yes, no, maybe so. Right, uh, we think so. Right, uh, okay. it's a minority opinion. Um, uh, there's a, but admittedly, you know, it is a very close call. You know, um, the reason why we think they could go, uh, you've got the budget agreement. Um, and that removes one of the headwinds they talked about in September as related to uh, some fiscal problem, uh, you know, fiscal uncertainty. You clearly have the improvement in the labor market, and the Fed has been really hitting home on the idea that they're watching labor market trends very closely. Um, one thing here is that this is the last press conference that we'll have until March, um, so there's a, a pretty decent-sized gap. Uh, if you're going to taper in January uh, or February uh, and there's no press conference to go with it, you're clearly going to want to explain the thinking that went into that committee's decision. And so the opportunity to do that is, is the here and now, right? Um, sure. You also have a market that is, is frankly, hanging in remarkably well as the case for tapering has gotten stronger. Um, 
you know, high yield spreads are at, I think, record lows. You have the S&P 500 that recently hit a record high. Uh, and I think the Fed Funds futures market is still very well behaved and not uh, really moving forward a first rate hike uh, out of the Fed expectation. And so uh, that all goes toward I think playing into the Fed's idea that they've been successful in communicating this message that a tapering is not a tightening, and at the same time it goes toward the idea that the market is growing more comfortable, that the Fed, even though they're going to taper uh, very soon here, um, is that, you know, they're not going to hit the brakes, right? They're not going from $85 billion to zero. They're probably going to go from $85 billion to maybe $75 billion or $70 billion in monthly purchases. And it's a slowdown that the, uh, that the market can, you know, more than likely tolerate, uh, provided that the economic data, you know, remains on track here, uh, uh, that we've, you know, a track of improvement that we've been seeing for several weeks now. Speaking with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com, I read his column, each and every morning to start my day, um, try to glean a little bit of information from it. 2014, it seems to be the, the story that we're pursuing right now, Pat, is uh, can we continue these gains? Um, it's been a pretty good run. It has been a really, it's been an extraordinary run. Uh, you know, can we continue the, the types of gains we saw in 2013? Probably not. You know, that's asking a lot. Um, you know, I went back and looked at, uh, you know, stock market returns uh, since 1929, the S&P 500 returns, and uh, and it's unusual for the S&P 500 to increase 10% or more for three consecutive years. Uh, it's actually only happened in three instances uh, over that period, from 1942 to 1944, 1949 to 1951, and from 1995 to 1997. So it's not without precedent. You could still have a really another gangbuster year here, but uh, but historically you, you haven't tended to see that. So we think, uh, in all likelihood, you'll have a more uh, modest return. You know, maybe on the order of six to seven percent in 2014, due in large part to the understanding that. We had earnings growth in 2013 of about 5 to 6%, and yet the S&P 500 rose as much as 27% this year. So what we think when we take that in consideration is the market has effectively pulled forward some of the return uh, from 2014 into 2013, and we think things might uh, be a little bit more uh, deliberate in terms of the pace of gains that we see in the year ahead. Good calls, good opinions. What's the negatives out there? What's the thing that turns 2014 from a okay year, good economy, good pickup? Are there any warning signs that you see? Inflation, maybe Kim Jong Il Un. What's what's lurking potentially? Yeah, right. Well, you know, you're not seeing inflation. Certainly, uh, we saw that in the CPI data this morning. Um, you know, inflation still remains very well behaved. The market's expectations for inflation still remain well anchored. Um, one of the risks, you know, as it relates to the inflation factor, it could be a continuing trend of disinflation. Um, per chance leading to deflation. You know, that's that's a potential risk here because you'd have the Fed who presumably is going to start pulling back on its asset purchases uh, because it feels the economy is getting better. Now, the, uh, if, if long-term interest rates uh, become unmoored and they spike in the wake of that um, decision, uh, that could be problematic and it could uh, basically uh, keep 
demand down and lead to these lower prices. And then you kind of have a whole mess of things to think about because you have the idea that the Fed has mismanaged the exit process. Uh, you have the concern that you might be running toward a deflationary environment, uh, and that could potentially push you back into a recession. Um, and you just, you know, have this idea that uh, – uh, that frankly, the economy isn't living up to the bullish expectations that have been priced in in 2013. So, just you know, those are some things out there. But you know, from our vantage point, we think the two key risks uh, that could upset the market outlook would be a geopolitical event uh, that's certainly outside of the central bank's control, um, and/or a, a spike in long-term interest rates. You know, that we we basically shoot right through three and a half percent on our way to four percent, uh, and uh, and then the market starts to move forward its its rate hike expectations out of the Federal Reserve. So um, so that would be problematic, we think, and could uh, could interfere with an otherwise uh, decent outlook for 2014. Speaking with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. You can find them at Briefing.com. He writes an article each and every morning to open the markets with, in my opinion, the best written out there. Um, just thought-provoking. You find things to talk about. What are you looking at at this point in time as far as you're not, you haven't shared with us yet that we need to know? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we have to be uh, looking at the Federal Reserve, obviously. Okay. Um, you know, I talked about a little bit earlier, you know, reasons why they, you know, why we think they, they have a case to go ahead and taper in December. But, you know, I should I should acknowledge that there's, you know, an ample reasons for them not to taper tomorrow as well. And if we have time, I can enumerate a few of them. Um, in particular, you know, you're probably going to have Q4 GDP growth that's in the order of 1% to 1.5%. That's certainly not great. Uh, we have inflation that is still too low. It's falling below the Fed's target of 2%. Um, there are worries about, you know, liquidity concerns at year end if the Fed, uh, you know, creates some disruption by by tapering and rate spike. Um, you have the debt ceiling debate, which has not been settled, even though we have a, a framework for a budget agreement. There's still that debt ceiling overhang that cre- could create some waves in Washington that the Fed might be a little bit concerned about. And and frankly, from our opinion, you can't put tapering back in the bottle, right? I mean, the market, sure. uh, if it keeps saying, look, if, if we taper and then we see the economy slowing, we're going to come back and we can buy more, right? Um, and I think that kind of wishy-washy perspective, if you have to fall back on that uh, approach, is going to uh, really hit the credibility of the Fed in terms of you know uh, its management and its understanding of economic trends out there, and that could be disruptive. And we think the Fed's going to be want to be you know very certain that it's got a really strong case to start this tapering process, so that it does not have to go back to the quantitative easing well uh, in 2014. So those are all factors that could keep the Fed on hold here in December. Uh, but we still, again, to reiterate, we, we would fall to that minority opinion that we think they will go ahead and initiate a small tapering uh, at tomorrow's uh, FOMC meeting. It's going to be fun to watch, to say the least. It's spoken well for a financial nerd like myself. It's, <laughs> I've been speaking with and appreciate speaking to Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. Thanks for giving us a call. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's Patrick O'Hare. Briefing.com provides independent live market analysis of the U.S. and international equity markets. You can find them at briefing.com. He writes what's called page one. Uh, of course, he's contributing throughout various uh, iterations of some of their publications through the day. 
they do a lot of short trading. They do a lot of volatility trading, technical uh, momentum trades, stock ideas, value ideas, industry insights. It's a pretty good publication. Uh, you can find them at briefing.com. You can find me at robblack.com or Twitter Rob Black Show. It's Twitter Rob Black Show. We'll be doing an event tonight on a webcast. For more information about that, you can go to newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Orders in New York. I'm Susanna Palmer. The Fed holds a three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.